Welcome to the Fierce Frempreneur Podcast. I am your host, Josie Maldonado, a life and business coach, an event planning guru, and a mother of two. I started this podcast to share my story, my truth, and my growth journey. I'll be discussing real-life struggles and hurdles and ways on how to overcome them. Because I want you to walk in your highest power and live a fierce and fabulous life without giving a fuck about what other people think. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, we're recording. We're back. This will be episode 16 Yay. on the Fierce Fempreneur. And today we have Jen, the spiritual baddie. Um, you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Sure. My name is Jennifer Abreu, uh, also known as Jen, the spiritual baddie. I am a Yasui Reiki master, a tarot reader, a moon circle facilitator, mindfulness and meditation coach. I mean, I can keep going. Retreat hostess, sound bowl healer, Akashic records reader. Oh, and now I'm a yoga practice, uh, yoga instructor. She does. And I've taken my, what, first five classes so far? Yeah. I never in my life would have pictured myself doing yoga. Because as you can see, I like the hardcore training. But you're really good at it. You I know. Really it's really good. <laughs> it's really Like your weird. form's really good. And I think it's from the the weight training that you do. I have a feeling it, it counter, like counter active or whatever the word is but yeah last saturday i was like that was nice yeah. like i wasn't dying and i was like okay these stretches are nice but it's a different type of therapy for me so yoga the the practice it's therapeutic, of yeah it's the gym is also yeah because it's your you're really what you're doing is meditating it's you're focusing on these poses of your body and so when we try to meditate you can't sit for five minutes and not I think of meditate well, you already know. <laughs> but you are meditating. No, I know. Yeah, because all it is is you focusing on one particular thing. So when you're in these yoga poses and you're forcing your body to do something that it wouldn't normally do or it's an awkward position, right? You're focused on one thing, on um, getting the form correctly, which is true. why it's so I think beautiful. I've realized with that and any fitness thing that I do, because I have a competitive mentality, it's like I'm competing with myself. To make sure I do it right. Yeah. Like, I don't care if anybody else in the room is perfect. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's amazing. I don't do the whole, like, she's doing better than me. Yeah. Because that will fuck everything but I will up. say the one thing I've noticed is you don't look at anyone in the class. No. You're, you'll I'm look in the, the mirror. mirror. Yeah. Because I'm like, am I right? Cause, and I look at you because I'm like, you're the one instructing. And then if I go and look at Fulana and she's doing it wrong. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, wait. And then Maybe. I mess myself Right. Up. Right. So... That was my little rant about yoga. But um, I have a few questions that she has no idea what I'm asking her. I do this to everybody because I feel like I feel like we're not in a panel where you're not like, you know, discussing in front of a crowd. You will be with whoever watches. But I like I like kind of putting people on the spot. Okay. But I'm it's, ready. But it's nothing it's nothing that you're not I'm gonna ready. be able to answer. Everything is, you know, I always ask people any anything you wanna not speak about, is there? No, I'm I'm an okay. open book. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. I mean, nothing crazy, but um, I've only known you m- more on a closer level the last what three months, four months. Yeah. But before I would say that, since July, I've just knew you from word of mouth, and then you used my facility for um, a moon circle, and I just want to know or tell everybody a little bit about your journey into spirituality and how it became a significant part of your life and work. So. Wow, this can open up a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. But. Try to answer it in like, I always tell people, well, you know how we do our events. And I, I tell them like, um, on your elevator pitch. Yeah. So like shrink it. Okay, so I'm going to shrink it. So my <laughs> spiritual journey has been ongoing, I would say, since I was about 18. Um, there were a few, a few hiccups along the way. Um and I tried different, I would say, I'm going to call them modalities, right? Which I mean, churches in the search for God, spirit, source, mm-hmm. um, just something to open up a guiding light or a path. Um, it wasn't until 2020 that I really found myself and it was through my own spiritual journey. And then I realized that there's so much politics behind religion and spirituality. And so I wanted to teach other women specifically that you don't have to be boxed into a certain church, 
church like group then denom- what is it denomination no denomination what are they called like I guess religion, different yeah, religions. Yeah, different religions. You don't have to be boxed into a square of it's just that and that's what you got to do. Your spirituality is about your relationship with you and how that affects your relationship with others and how that relationship almost like builds the foundation between you and source, God, spirit, whatever you believe in. So I think you just answered the next question, which was what does spirituality mean to you personally and how do you define it? in your professional practice. So just like that. Yeah, right. So spirituality to me is my oneness, my relationship with me. With yourself. Right. And so that translates into how I treat myself is what translates to how I treat others and how I allow others to treat me. Mm. Because of that, like the boundaries, the self-respect, the self-love, the self-care, I'm oh I'm an open vessel to God. I feel like my relationship with God is because I'm respecting myself. I'm loving myself. And that opens me up to source. Do you feel like you found your relationship with God now that you've been more spiritual on this spiritual journey? Yes. I have been, I want to say I've been searching for God my whole life. Do you ever feel like he was not there? Yes. Okay. Cause I, I think now that I've been working with you and working on myself for years, I would be like, I don't want to pray because I felt like I was talking to nobody. Yeah. You know, and you I know, that. I'm, like I would be like, I'm not doing this. This is bullshit. No one's listening. Nothing is changing. So I stopped praying and I was like, I'm going to become a Buddhist <laughs> because I'm saying, <laughs> I don't know. But you can't meditate. I'm like, yeah, I can't meditate. <laughs> but I was like, I just started looking up different things to study. And I'm right. like, well, no, no offense. I have a lot of Catholic Christian and to castle people around me that are anti-spirituality because they think it's brujeria, which is right. witchcraft in English. And like, they don't understand. it's such a big difference now that I've invested time to figure out what it really is. Yeah. Because yes, there is brujeria, which is the evil kind Correct. of spirituality. Oh yeah. There's all there is, sorts of... Yeah, but the people immediately are like, sage is the devil. Palo Santo, you're bringing the devil to your house. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Those are things have been used since the beginning of time. I know. And when I went to Mexico in August at the Mayans, like their beliefs are so different. And I was like, this is what I, this made sense to me more than church. Yeah. To them, it's it's about the universe, right? You want to honor the earth and love on all of the things that the earth brings in. I love all of that. I know. I was really like, oh, shit. And it was very intriguing to me because for years, I would have never. Obviously, I was younger. When you're younger, you don't give a shit about this stuff. You're not really doing the research and doing the work. Right. You're not. You're just living. And if your parents told you we're Catholic, we're Catholic. Right. Oh yeah, so you that's and that's the other yeah. thing. Like so you're, you're Catholic and you're nothing else. You're uh, when you really start to embark on your spiritual journey, you're really it's a self-discovery. Mm-hmm. You're learning or unlearning the things that you were taught when you were a kid that they just became almost like it's it's you're living in autopilot. You know that you got to go to church on Sundays. Obligado. That you got to pray, right? That you have to, you know, make sure that you're not stealing or cursing or sleeping oh God, with someone's, cursing. you know, or oh, no, sex I, before marriage. Even right. though I had a baby at eighteen, right? You know, and and tattoos. Oh, oh like, you know, I, I'm Satan. <laughs> so you grow up around all of these silly narratives yeah. right and so it's not until we're in i would i, I don't even want to say 18 like i feel no. like at 30 is when i felt like i really gotta start figuring out who the fuck i am i honestly started that four years ago and i'm gonna be 40 in january because i felt like i didn't live for me Right. I lived for everybody else. Right. Everybody else's beliefs, what everybody else thought was good, what everybody else thought, you know, I can't I can't speak a certain way. I can't embarrass my family. I can't disrespect my children. I can't and then I was like, I've been disrespecting myself this whole time because right. I'm living a fucking facade. Correct. You're wearing a mask. Yeah, like I was like, I'm not, I'm done. Like I'm and it's exhausting. That's the other like, thing. It's like you have so many so many different personalities yeah. to keep up with. Yeah, because you're one person with your friends. Right. You're like, fuck this, fuck that. We Another that. person behind the drinking, whoever stores. smokes weed. Like, those fucking turn up. And then you're home and you're like, I have a Bible study on Sunday. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Or the family that goes to church on Easter only every year. Yeah. Like, stop it that right was, now. That was, honestly, that, that was, was me. me. That was me and my family. And I did it to my kids. Yeah, and so one year they were like, do we have to go? And I was like, no. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm lying. Because I'm like, this is fake as hell. Yep. It sure is. They would be like, is. hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here because it's Easter. I, my mom said I have to do this for the rest of my <laughs> yes. life. Like, I feel like. Those holidays were just embedded. Christmas, you have to go to church, or Christmas Eve, and then the New Year's Eve one. And I'm like, are you guys serious? And then once my kids were like, I don't want to go, I was like, all right. I was baptized. I never did my communion. I never did my what the other one confirmation. Like yeah. I didn't do any. Of oh, that. I have all of that. So I'm baptized. I did. I can't even get married my, to church. Technically. My penance. <laughs> I got. Um, I got my communion. I did my confirmation. I. I went to Catholic school no, until my brother and sister grade. got everything. Yeah, I think like that was I, the last one, so it was like we're just gonna... church was a big, big part of no. my life. So I think when we were in New York, and then when we moved to Jersey, and my parents separated, and I feel like she tried to keep it up, but it was a lot for her as a single mother. Looking back yeah. now, when I was younger, I didn't know half of this shit. I just thought my mom was busy; she's never home. But now that I've lived the same right. single mom life of like, okay, we're not doing that. I don't have time for this. Right. I get it now. Absolutely. I'm like, okay, I get like, why. I don't have the time. I'm, yeah. And I'm tired. And she ran a business my whole life. She's always owned her own business. So, you know, entrepreneurship is literally, it's I, not fucking, no. it's 24-7. I work harder now than I than I did when I was working corporate. It's crazy because, yes, you were able to clock out. We don't fucking clock no. out. At all. And I was then, working till 11 o'clock last night. And you're the early, early bird. And I'm up. You br- like to go to sleep. I know. <laughs> I do. And I'm like, okay, 9 o'clock, right. I just, my brain starts at night. Because I know my uh, day activities are over. And I don't have to worry about my son or like anything. It's done. Yeah. He, he ate. Then I'm like, all right, let me open the computer now. Yeah. And then it's like, bro, are you serious? It's my 10 o'clock. laptop is open from the time I wake up in the morning and then it stays open. So like throughout the day, I get whatever creative downloads. I'll go to my laptop and then I'm, I have my calls all yeah. throughout the day. So I'm busy. Last night I had um, my group coaching till about 9.15. And then all of a sudden it clicked that I needed to do a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And I'm in bed with my laptop, typing away, putting stuff together. And then I'm like, all right, enough is enough to close my laptop and then wake up at five in the morning to open it back up yep. again. No, I, I, I've i noticed with um, the entrepreneurship life that we have to set our own uh, our own boundaries with ourselves, with work, I with know. our scheduling. There are times where that shit's out the window. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I work the whole, exa- the, the, every day for like seven days straight. And then you're like exhausted and then you hate life. And then sometimes that's when you're like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Yeah. Because it doesn't bring joy. I'm quick to be like, I need a break. Yeah, no. I, I need But a now break. I think it's also because you've worked on you. Yeah. And you know your limit now. Oh yeah. Once you I know? get to that point, I'm like, all right. And I'll, and I'll let all of my clients know, like I need a week. I need to recoup because I cannot get, especially cause I'm a healer. You're a healer. So I can't heal if I'm not healed. No. And it's so, the same thing with coaching. Yeah. When I'm not okay, I will reschedule a client. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like, no, I, I can't and pour into you right now. My cup is depleted. Right. I'm done. And the thing is too, is that we have to not, it's not even, Yes, we have to respect ourselves, but we have to respect our client mm-hmm. enough to say, hey, I don't want to do this to you. I've it's not it. fair to you. Yeah. It's also not fair to me, but let me regroup. Let me get it together and I'll reach out to you when I can I like or when that. I'm ready. I like that. Well, you kind of like got into the next one, which is great. Um, how There's do a you... lot of questions no, on that thing. It's a lot of notes. Too. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the phone. She got scared. How do you help individuals connect? with their inner selves like what do you find is the best way or has been the best way for people to connect with their inner selves and find the meaning of spirituality for them so because you do a lot of things but what's the main one you feel like like my my main modality yeah what's the main one that helps individuals connect with their inner selves i would say reiki i was just gonna say it has to be reiki it has to be reiki why do you feel reiki so i can if if i'm reading the tarot for example um, I'm giving you direction and insight, right? And that's another misconception that uh, 
a lot of people think the tarot is of the devil because it's divination. It really isn't. You're pulling out cards and I'm giving you insight and direction on the steps that you can take. The tarot cards would even have anything to do with the devil. There's again a misconception that um, tarot cards are divination, meaning you're a psychic or you're a medium and you're telling the future. Where the cards are each one represents something, a meaning of something. Right. And so you're t- so when I tell you what the meaning of the card is, you're taking that meaning and you're bringing it into your life and saying, oh, that makes sense. That resonates with me. Right. This is where yeah. I need to shift, pivot, redirect, or I like what Jen's saying. I'm going to go down this path. Okay. And so that's the difference between the two. And now we got off topic. But what was the question? Oh, no, we were talking about Reiki. Was, well, yeah, we did. Get so, off topic, um, so but people, a lot of people go strictly to tarot reading, yeah. thinking that that's gonna, that's it. That, that's the end. I know people. everything. You're gonna get, yeah, you're gonna, get you're gonna tell me what's gonna happen to that my is, future, and I'm good. That is not how it works. <laughs> I know. That is not. But that's how what it works. they assume. A lot of people are like I got my cards. I get my cards all the time, and I'm like, okay, that's yeah. not it. I will. I'm one of those people where if someone's coming for a reading and they want one in a week or two, I'm like, no, come see me in three months. If I'm constantly giving Nothing someone, changes in a week. it's it's really, and it's <laughs> low vibrational too. Yeah, like, yeah. why do you want to know what's next? Why are you not living in the moment? Right. Um, and so back to Reiki, Reiki is a beautiful healing modality that what it does is it brings things to the surface that you didn't know were there. And so mm. as you're aligning the chakras and I'm sending in the healing into those spaces, you start to, there's this self-realization of, oh, my triggers, this is what's triggering me. Oh, this is what makes me feel good. Oh, maybe I need to do shadow work or maybe I need to go to this person and apologize because I feel I feel guilty or I feel, yeah. you know, so all of those things. Um, like when you react a certain way, you don't realize there's underlying Right. Oh, all the time. that are like, When you're oh, shit. meeting people, yeah. anytime you meet someone, it doesn't matter if it's you or I go on the street and, I, and I'm having a conversation. That's not by coincidence. Right. You're, these people come into your circle to really either teach you a lesson, mm-hmm. mirror you, so show you where your triggers are, especially with people that you automatically don't like it's like oh i don't like her i don't like her vibe when the vibe is off yeah and so the vibe is off because there's something in you that you haven't healed you know i grew up with um never judge a book by its cover but i don't know (laughs) i don't know because i'm a vibe it's not even a vibe i'm an energy person yeah and for a while i hid that like i wouldn't even but i would always be like there's something wrong here. So in this connection, I don't like it. And honestly, I've declined clients when I was full time event planning. When I was like initial consultation, and I'm like, this lady's gonna drive me crazy. I'm not. I don't care how much money you have. So now, when it comes to something like that, right? And you're meeting people like that, and this lady's gonna drive me crazy. You have to find the parts of you that are like that. So let's just say that that person is, has obsessive compulsive disorder. Let's just say. And let's say I have it. And let's say that you have it, but in a different way. Minimal. Yeah. Okay. And so you're not addressing that thing that you need to address, but you see it in someone else and you're like, I don't even want to be near that. Okay. That makes more sense now that I have been doing different work. Okay. Because I was a very negative nancy before okay so if you would have said this to me like six years ago i would have been like well i'm not like that you know what i mean right. oh no i, like, I didn't know there's to a lot of pe- i call that those i'm like people, bullshit i don't have that people like that and there's a lot of people like that out here i call those people the dreamers they are completely out of touch with reality yes but I now can be and like, oh, like, I was, no, so, I, I was, yeah. that was me. Once you start doing the inner work, <laughs> yeah, that's bad, when you start now to I start see. Saying, I'm like, oh my God, you sound like me five years ago. Can it's you please crazy. <laughs> the amount of clients that I have that are like that is nuts to me. That there's no self-awareness. There's no self-realization. They're completely out of touch with reality. And, and that's why meditation and mindfulness works because you're in that present moment. When you're meditating, all you're really doing is quieting the mind and focusing on one thing so that you're not, when you come out of it, 
doing a thousand things at the same time, overwhelming yourself, trying to get things done. And when you're in that energy, you're more aware of your body, your thoughts, and how you're speaking to other people. I feel like that is why people are 90% of the time diagnosed with ADHD. Because it's not, you're, nothing's really wrong with you. You don't know how to just calm your mind right. down. So you want to do right. everything that comes to your mind at that moment. Right. And I feel like, like I'm going to start laundry. Oh, wait, let me go over my, send this email. Oh, wait, the dish. Oh, shit, I got to make dinner. And nothing gets done. That was me, I would say, three years ago. But everyone's, you have ADHD. <laughs> no, motherfucker, I just don't know how to calm down. And I want to do all the things, too. But when you want to do all of those things like that, that's the other thing. That's when you half fast everything. Yes. Because you can't finish uh, a task. Yes. And we are on like, the same page here. <laughs> and I'm sure. like, now I'm like. I said I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to finish the laundry. And the whole putting it away three weeks later, I don't do that anymore. Oh I have to put it away. Yo, I would have a pile. That would be my boyfriend. <laughs> Your pile. <laughs> I'm going to take it here. I'm like, I'll put this away this week, this week, because now I'm like, I don't, I'm not in a rush to put this away. But now, no, I'm like, well, would you let's say just put this shit away. You were, you've gotten more. I would see, I call that daily rituals, right? Making sure that you're taking care of your tasks. Is that something that started once you did your business full time? Or is this something that, no. okay. No, when I started my business full time, I was still all over the place because I was like uh, wearing 18 hats, like yeah. trying to do the business, everything in the event planning world. There's so many vendors. And in the beginning, I wanted to do everything because I didn't want to the money i wanted to take all the money from me mm. so i learned how to make balloons i learned how to make the cakes girl i was doing the favorite i was doing everything i started doing flowers because i'm like oh, i'm a woman in show i'm fucking superwoman let me go kill myself and at the end i was making like 300 bucks right doing all of that and dead literally dead never seen my kids for years i did this oh my goodness i literally missed a lot of their life because i was like i'm fine i'm making all this money I didn't make shit. What made all. you change? Um, I realized that I was a terrible mother. Mm. I was not present. I was physically there. Right. I was just a human. And the kids had all the things that Everything they needed. Everything they needed was there, but I was not there. And up until literally five years ago, my ex-boyfriend one day said to me, you're literally not here ever. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm always home. I work for myself. And he's like, yeah, but you're not here. When we're talking to you, when we're watching a movie, you're on your phone, you're sending an email, you're not here. Yep. You don't hug your kids. You don't talk to them. You don't have dinner with them. You're in a rush. You're eating in five seconds. And I would be like, and then I, me was like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, it was like, I used to fight yeah. about everything. Instead of correcting it, because I hated being wrong. And I would be like, he's so fucking annoying. Like, to me, it was, and he was just like, I'm telling you there's something right. wrong. Because he cares. But I didn't, yes. And I mm -hmm. was seeing it like, you're annoying. Right. And you want me to change? Right. I'm never changing. Ah. <laughs> this has been me for 30 years. Get out of my house. Like, right. that was literally me. I'm not changing. People don't change. That was because people were like, oh, I've been like this my whole life. That was my line. Oof. That shit don't get you nowhere. I was getting nowhere fast. Fast. <laughs> fast. I was like, wait, oh, huh? Yeah. And then I was stuck, and I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, damn. Until I was like, okay, this keeps being brought up to me. So I'm like, I have to change this. Yeah. So I, that's when I started doing the work, which was honestly like at 35, 34, 35, when I was like the inner work. Yeah. And it was hard. It's not it easy was really hard to face your demons and admit that people were right. right. Ooh, Ugh. I don't like it. <laughs> so I'm a face <laughs> and I was like, I even got that got so bad that I was like, then we should break up because <laughs> I refuse oh to be like goodness. he's right. And then I called my best friends and they were like, um, yeah, you've been like that forever. And I'm yeah. like, why wouldn't you guys address? This? Because they're used to but it. But they were like, well, we didn't think it was a problem. Right. We're so used to you. You're you've been cold your whole life. You're you're not um, uh, affectionate. That's just you. And I'm like, guys, um, right? That's fucked up. 
Right, but when like, people are around that version of you, they don't it's like, just like, oh, like, well, that's just who that's she is. That's who she is. She's always been this person. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm glad that I, I turned the leaf. I didn't officially turn it, but I started around then, and then I was like, all right, I have to figure out something else. Um, where was I? You did this. You did that. Oh, <clears throat> can you share? Ponyo. <clears throat> Excuse me, technical difficulty. <laughs> Some success stories or transformations from any, not naming people, but anyone that has worked with you. Like, has anyone told you or do you know of a significant, just by knowing and seeing them, let's say you follow them on Instagram and you're like, wow, she's been putting in the work and I see this transformation. Yeah, like, absolutely. I actually have one client. I'm going to mention any names. Um, she's been working with me since January and she's in my... Uh, Patty boot camp. So that's a year container. We yeah. meet once or twice a month and then there's a retreat. And so we, and we did a couple of events together too. And so when we started, she was, and I'm going to say this lightly because I don't want people to get crazy, but um, she was on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication. Um, she also takes, she was taking CBD uh, the drops and um, smoking weed all the time to keep her calm. Mm. And so, so she was trying everything. She was doing everything because she couldn't figure out how to either calm her nerves, not to be so anxious. It was that sort of thing. She was very, very, very anxious. So we started working together in January. She started to get Reiki. We were doing readings. Um, and then I would send her and I still send her guided meditations. She's not good with just sitting in silence. So the guided meditations helped her. Um, those are, I like those. Yeah. The guided yeah. meditations are pretty good. And so she asked me to hold her accountable. So every morning I would send her a message. Hey, so-and-so, how are you? Did you do your meditation? You know, have you eaten properly? So I also talk about what you put into your food, how much water you're drinking, staying away from fried foods, low vibrational foods, you know, cutting out the red meats, um, that sort of thing. And so in June, we went on That's a retreat. Yeah. In June, we went on a retreat and the entire time on the retreat, she did not take her anti uh, depressants. She didn't take her anti-anxiety and she had brought, it's so funny. So I had told them, I said, we're not doing any alcohol, but if you want to smoke weed, that's fine. I don't care. Um, and so she had brought some weed and she brought the CBD stuff. Mm -hmm. She didn't take the CBD. And I think she, we were there for five days. She smoked twice. The first For someone that smokes right every, every day? day, all day. She smoked the first day. And then, uh, the last day of the retreat, I did a tipsy tarot. So I got, you know, the tarot cards out. Everybody's drinking wine. We're having a good time. She was like, oh, I'm going to light up my blood. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds fun. And um, when we got back, she's like, Jen, you have no idea how much you've helped me. And I had to explain Aww. to her, you did that. You, yeah. I opened up a what portal. you could do. You and opened you, a portal for them. And yeah. They have to figure and you got to figure out. So if you're doing the work. If I'm going to just tell you, hey, this is what you need to do. These are the things. And if you continue to do them and you're committed to your growth, things are going to work out for you. That line right there is for any type of work that people are putting in. What, the commitment to growth? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That goes with eating habits, the gym, reading, journaling, whatever. Absolutely. It has to be a commitment. And I always say... Um, because people are like, I'm not motivated. It's not motivation. It's no. discipline. It's discipline. It's discipline to admit that you want to get work, one. I mean, that you need work, that you need some sort of help, whether it's, I even posted yesterday about um, therapy versus coaching, because it's very different. And I'm not a therapist, but a lot of people hire a coach thinking that I'm going to oh. solve all I of know. their therapeutic stuff. And I'm like, I can't handle this. Yeah. I got my own therapist. It's crazy because I almost, when I started coaching, I almost was like, maybe I should go back to school to become a therapist. And then I'm like, no, this is not yet. Yeah, it's too much for me. And so yeah. it's funny. I saw your post yesterday and I was like, this is hilarious because 
I'm not a therapist and it's too much. And so there is a fine line. It's a very fine line because sometimes I'm supposed to be coaching about one thing and I'm like, how did we get here? How did we get here? (laughs) And how do I get the fuck out? Right. (laughs) Because I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I can because I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed to help with mental health issues and spirituality. The reason it's crazy how everything is just like flowing. But, um... Oh my god, I lost it though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, uh, oh my god. It's because those letters are so small. Because I was I'm over to print here. It. I'm over here trying to like read it <laughs> and I can't because no, it's too small. All right, sorry guys. One sec. Can you share some? Okay. Hmm. What were we just talking about? We were talking about <laughs> therapy versus coaching. No, it was a mindful thing that I. I don't know what I was going to ask. It'll come to me. But <clears throat> we did the success story. We talked about, okay, well, mindfulness su- is one. Yeah, the success story was the last one. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm saying, okay, um, mindfulness and meditation, you, it says, how do you incorporate mindfulness and meditation? You went over that because you, well, okay, so meditation, you, you briefed on it earlier mm-hmm. on how it is just calming the mind. Yes. Quieting the mind. Is there tips that you can share on someone that has never tried meditation? Absolutely. So the first tip I would give is if you are, so you'd be very surprised at how safety and security is a big thing, right? And so a lot of people can't close their eyes down. Because they're scared? Because... You know, they have childhood traumas of like, who's going to walk in or, you know, something might happen or whatever it is. Um, And if you find yourself not being able to keep your eyes closed, then meditate with your eyes open. Find a focal point that's not moving and just stare at it. And so I think that that's super important and it can get you into a space where, okay, I'm just focusing on the thing that's not moving and I'm going to stay here for as long as I can. Even if you're setting a timer, like set a timer on your watch for three minutes and just find your focal point and stay there. Another way is guided meditations are a beautiful segue into being able to quiet the mind. The more you do the guided meditations, the more you'll be able to relax. You'll know how to do the breath work to get you into the space. And breathing is my number three. Um, If you really just focus on your breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, and see how long you can hold the breaths in, you're just focusing on that. And you'll realize that when we're consciously breathing, how beautiful your body feels when you come out of it. So you'll want to do it I've more done often. That breath work stuff. Yeah. Wow. It's life changing. You're gonna pass out though. The it, ones that I've done. Yes. I'm like, what's happening right now? When you're doing <laughs> the extensive breath work, yeah. where, it's, where it's just the breath work, right? But it's so intense. Yeah. You're literally like. It's crazy because remember I told you we did and because I'm in, in your celestial journey. She also has classes, group classes. Um, the other day we did a meditation and I said I left my eyes open, but I can see. Yes. You were visualizing with your eyes open. Yeah. And I cannot with my eyes closed. Do you that? But again, I go back to it could be some safety it and security be. things that it are could in be that I don't know. Yet. They're in your root yeah, chakra. That, that I yeah. don't know yet, which it is, but. I noticed that that day and I asked you, like, is it possible that I'm doing this with my eyes open? Because that was very weird for me. Weird because it was new. Not weird like I don't ever want to do it again. But it was like, am I saying this for real? But And then it feels like I'm daydreaming. Kind of. I guess I I can see that. But But it was different because you were like, you guide us. So, like, we're doing what's happening is what you're saying. Now, while your eyes were open, were you focused on one thing? I was staring at the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I was just staring at a wall. So when you're doing these guided meditations, it's really visualizations. So it's, I guess you can say it is like daydreaming. It's like, you know, when you, when you zone out, I, I know zone I know a lot, <laughs> but and people think I'm staring at them. Sometimes I don't even see the person that I'm staring at. Does that happen to you? All the time. And they're like, and I'm like, and oh, like, I'm not really looking at you. But I'm looking past you. <laughs> but it's because you, you're thinking about something and you're so focused on the thought that you don't even realize that, uh, that there's, there's a, there's a person, person that and you're they're st- like, 
oh, ma'am. That happens to me all the time. And I have to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm not staring. I was just zoning out. But yeah, it it's happened me. yesterday. And somebody was like, yo, what are you staring at? It's and I was me like, deep nothing. in thought. Yeah. It's all it is. Okay. Because I'm like, I get lost. So you can definitely meditate. If you're zoning out, I'm usually often. Oh, eyes wide open like a loca. And they're like, what the fuck is she staring at? And I'm like. Why are her eyebrows so high? Yeah. And I'm like. (laughs) So invested in whoever's there. But I don't even see. It's crazy because people are like, you don't. You're staring at someone. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't even see that person. But. um, Okay. Do you see the relationship between spirituality and mental health? I do. And do you, how do you, how can you see that they support one another? I feel like when you are going through mental breaks, I will say, and you start to quiet your mind and you start to listen intuitively to what your body needs, it's just, okay. So let me backtrack. Um, I do a lot of chakra work as well. Okay. So the chakras are our energy centers. And they're connected to our major organs, okay? And so when our chakras are out of balance, our energy centers, it affects the organs near those energy centers, okay? Uh, you went over so, this. Yeah. So mental health has to do with your crown chakra and your third eye when they're imbalanced. And so when you quiet the mind, what happens is when you're in those mental breaks or those psychosis right? Mm. Your mind is everywhere. It's because of the imbalance. And so quieting your mind and doing the work that you need will literally align those chakras. Um, That's here. Yep. So think of like a crown. So the crown is a crown on your head, right? And so Uh the crown chakra is your connection, your spiritual intelligence, your spiritual wisdom, right? Your connection to God's source, the higher power, your third eye, which is right in between your eyebrows, like a little bit above the eyes, um, is your connection to your intuition. When those things are blocked, you don't understand what's going on. There is a lack of clarity. Your mind is everywhere. It can also cause a chemical imbalance in the brain. Mm -hmm. Chemical imbalances in the brain are where bipolar comes from. Where all that shit that they medicate you for. Right. And so if you're doing the meditation, if you're doing the breath work, if you're doing shadow work, if you're getting Reiki, if you're really calming yourself down naturally without using medications, right? These Western medications, if you're eating the right foods, if you're drinking enough water, you can balance your own chakras to the point where you don't need these medications and you can calm yourself down. And so there's an absolute connection between mental health and spirituality because it is you finding out who you are and what your body needs. Mm. So this is... Well, you ask that in yoga all the time. What is your body What is your body asking you for? What is your body need? So when when you quiet yourself down, especially, and I will say, I've had multiple clients call me in the middle of a panic attack, which is crazy to me because I haven't had a panic attack in a while. But when I used to, I couldn't even grab a phone. I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was having a heart attack. And I've had clients like, Jen, walk me through this. And I'm like, first of all, you need to breathe. Yeah. All right. And just quiet your mind, you know? And so once I'm talking them through it and they're getting calm, they'll start to come back to their body. They start to realize, oh, my body just needs to be calm and to be quiet. See, for them, it's you're their therapist at that moment. I know, I know, and I and I try. <laughs> and honestly, when it's a client calling me, I I have to answer because I know it's for something. Yeah. They're not just calling me just to chit chat. No, 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 it's no. for I know. something. But it is. See, that's why another reason why I posted yesterday because a lot of people mix everything as one yeah like oh i have i'm doing spiritual work that's my therapy i won't go to a therapist now no i always people need to go to therapy i know but people are thinking that they go (coughs) to one thing work on that and that's gonna solve anything that's been there lingering the mental health the trauma is like it may but it's not 
things are going to resurface. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and that's that throwing that under the rug shit. Yeah, no, you got to, everything complements each yeah. other. So um, just to be clear, I have a therapist too. Because oh, there too. is no way that I'm doing all of this healing no. and not... <laughs> And not doing, well, I do the healing work on myself, obviously, but I'm also speaking to somebody because I need to. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I'm going to go feel, crazy. But you know what it is? I don't know if people, I mean, I'm sure there's still people, because growing up, therapy sounded like it was just for the crazies. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're Hispanic. Oh, yeah. For you go sure. to therapy, you're absolutely crazy or you're you're nuts. Like, right. You're bipolar, you're, you, you want to go to therapy yeah. if you have a mental, literal mental problem, que tu eres loca, and that's it. So I had that stigma, I guess, for it for years, and then it was told to me like, "Oh, you need therapy. You're you're crazy." And I was like, um, "Oh, maybe I do need therapy," but I still didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go till I got much older when like traumatic shit started happening. Yeah, and I was like, "I can't fix this. No one can." Yeah. So I finally started going, and then I took a break from it, and I started coaching, being coached, and then this year i went back to doing both yeah because i was like they go hand in hand oh yeah because i'm like i'm helping people help them with their goals and achievements and all that stuff but then it trickles in it absolutely the fucking does stuff that i'm like this is not what i can help you with right but i can if i ever relate to something i'll tell them listen i've been there this is what worked for me right but I don't know if it's going to work for right. you. Right. And, and you have to make sure, too, that when you're giving that sort of, yeah. like, that it's like, that worked for me. I don't know how I and can And I also you. say, I have no idea yeah. how to help you with or that. because you I have, can say, go And I have. Therapy. I've literally been like, this is a lot for me. And a lot for you, obviously, because you keep talking about it. Yeah. If somebody keeps talking about something, it's because they're not fixing it. So, like, it needs to be Absolutely. taken care of. And, and if it's not me or you. It ain't going to be the gym either. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can be, work out. You can, you can run. Do, you can do all of the no, things. And none of that's going to help If that you. inner part doesn't matter. None of that matters. Um, something that I, I'm always I'm big on is um, community and support, right? So I host a lot of events, as you know, <clears throat> when it comes to just, like, supporting one another and networking. Not necessarily going somewhere and giving out your business cards. Networking, to me, is much bigger than that mm -hmm. it's like actually engaging in conversation and growing relationships with people right mm -hmm. so i wholeheartedly believe in your net worth is your network okay you know i because, like because believe it or not i met you more on the spiritual level like intensely or more personal i guess you would call it um three months ago and not because it's me, but people are like, oh, you're working with Jen? I'm going to call her. You're working with Jen? I'm going to call her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Because that's how it that's how it works. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you like her? I'm going to go. I'm going to yeah. try it. And I'm like, sure. I didn't even say nothing. But it's just because I hold that, I guess, because I'm so known in the community of just events. And she yeah. knows people. And she has connections and all that shit. So I don't mind connecting. I am... I am a connect queen. Yeah. Like, literally, they've said, you're the plug. And I'm like, thanks. Unintentionally. But I know someone for something for someone. If it's not me, I can figure that out. So with me, <clears throat> I, it's important for me. What is? Can you discuss the importance of it in people that are fostering a spiritual growth? If that makes sense. Yeah, you. absolutely. Because it is a <clears throat> different world. It's, it is a different world. Yeah. So, um I think that community is extremely important when it comes to your spiritual growth because you want to be around like-minded people. You want to make sure that you are transferring energy to people who are receptive to it. Mm -hmm. So if you're around a bunch of people who are like, oh, that's spirituality bullshit. All you're doing is saging and whatever and all of that woo-woo stuff, that witchcraft stuff, then... You're not going to believe in your spiritual growth. You're not going to believe in your expansion as a human. But when you're surrounding yourself with people who are literally working on themselves, then you're going to be like, oh, I like what you did. I like what you said. I'm going to try that. And I like being around you because you have good energy. So mm -hmm. I want to network. 
you know, let's see what we can do as far as a collaboration. And I think that that's what happened with us mm -hmm. too. It was like, what can we do to collab and make this bigger I than what have, it is? I would have never hosted a moon circle in my life. <laughs> never. Because I'm like, what the fuck? I haven't even, I hadn't even attended one. Yeah. So like, to me, it's like, let's try something different. And I was at a state in my life, a stage in my life where I needed something different. And it was like, you were there. Uh, we were there at the right time in the gym. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, I haven't seen you. And, and I'm like, I should definitely, we should definitely describe what a moon circle is, even though it's difficult. Because us saying it, people are like, what are they doing? They singing. think we're singing to the rain. <laughs> we're singing to the moon. Um, so just rain real, real quick. Um, moon circles are a group of women that gather together to empower each other. Um, there is somatic healing through movement and affirmations. We are either manifesting or releasing the things that no longer serve us. And we're just sharing what we feel. Um, for the most part, so when you and I did it together, it was a lot of networking. It was a lot of conversation. It was a lot of like empowerment. We mixed our, our world. Yeah. Um, so normally when I do it, it's more, I'm doing more Reiki healing, sound baths, which I incorporated as well. Mm -hmm. And me speaking of, you know, astrology, the planets, the energy of the moon and getting into some of the things that we need to face head on in order to grow in our spirituality and in our self love. Oh. Did the power go out? <laughs> you know what, God? Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can we can still record because we don't need electricity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. All right. Well, well, that was nice. Te technical back. difficulties. <laughs> um, all right. I only have two more questions really to close up. So what is some advice that you have for someone who is just beginning their exploration of spirituality and seeking guidance? Hmm. So my advice would be not to listen to what anyone says. Your journey is your journey alone. You get to change. You get to reinvent yourself. You get to do whatever it is that you like. And that is what spirituality is all about. And sometimes we get so caught up in what people are saying she around us. Yeah. And it deters us from either what we are truest most authentic self because we're like so used to i don't want to say masking but like we're so used to taking on the energy of everyone around us right those people do this and and i'm just so used to doing that and whatever so when you're on this journey just know that it's yours and yours alone and and just stop fucking listening to everybody just do you i feel like that can go with everything in life absolutely yeah yeah because a lot of us stop some our dreams our goals because we want to wait for approval right or someone doesn't think that that makes sense so why should i you know what someone said said that that's a stupid idea i'm not going to do it what if that stupid idea is like the next best thing it's crazy it could be literally the next yeah. best thing and you're like oh no fulana said this or my friend doesn't agree or and it's i'm going to be honest when it comes to entrepreneurs you need to have entrepreneur friends i agree and an entrepreneur circle because it's a different friendship and it's a different life. Yeah. And your regular friends from back in the day, they're going to be there. But they're not they're going not anywhere, going, but they don't understand. They don't understand. And it's okay. I used to get heard about it, but then I was like, this isn't their life. Yeah. They don't get it. They don't get it. And I was a mom much earlier than my friends. So, like, they're mommying now, like, smaller children. And my life is very different. Yeah. So, I hang around now with people that are working all fucking day long. Yeah. But for themselves so it's a different world but i like that advice for everybody really um lastly how do you envision the future of spirituality and its role in promoting well-being and harmony in in the world yeah in society so i feel like right now there's so many more spiritual people after covid I feel like COVID made us self-reflect even though we didn't want to, right? Because we spent a lot of time either by ourselves or just at home with our families. And it starts to make you almost like 
second guess like your friendships and your families that are outside of your home. And because of that, there's this spiritual consciousness that just came, I feel like, full throttle now. People want to work on their self-discovery and their self-awareness. People want to be kinder. They want to operate from love now. It's different. Like I remember growing up and it was a constant competition and you got to be better and fuck what everybody else uh, thinks and was doing. You got to do better, mm -hmm. right? It was that comp, like that competitor's mindset. Mm -hmm. I feel like after COVID, it, it's become more of a let's do this together. Coming in a new over competition. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's, you know, we're operating from love because we learned what it was like to be alone yes. for months. You know, we learned what it's like to just sit at home with yourself and your thoughts. And now you're like, I'm outside. We outside. I, we are outside and we want to love on each other. I said during COVID that if, <clears throat> if there wasn't a transformation in your life, in your mind, in your home, during being home for so long, I don't know what the fuck you were doing. Right. If like, you, you still I don't know what the you same thing you were doing before. Because that shit was traumatic as fuck for me. I'm an outgoing, well, when you get to know me, person. But I mean, like, I don't like to sit home. And I'm an event planner. Yeah. My world shut down I completely. I was like, I, I don't couldn't know, even imagine. I don't know what to do with myself. I, that's when I started merchandise. I started plants, mom. Like I was just yeah. like, I'm buying every plant on the planet because I needed to entertain that. Like, because I'm, I'm, I'm a caregiver in a way. Yeah. I'm a people person and I host events. And I, the fact that I had to sit here and be like, well, what do I do now? Right. I had to reinvent, I I had gonna, to reinvent myself. Right. How am I going to make money? How am I going to do that the things that I need to crazy. that bring me passion too? Yeah. Yeah. Because you like to be I like to people. host the events. Right. I like to decorate. I liked all that. And But then also COVID also woke me up that year of like, do I want to do this forever? Hmm. Because I ended up liking being able to watch TV. Yeah. Oh, I got to watch a show. Oh, I got to actually watch a series. <laughs> and I was like, that TV was never on, <clears throat> but I got to spend time with my family. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to be gone all day anymore. I don't want to miss all the weekends anymore. That's, it was, it was like, that's why I'm whoa. saying, I feel like it's brought community so much closer. There's this, we used to have zoom wine nights. I used to do that. We used with to my get, friends. yeah, my, me and my friends and just brought up the other said, damn, I feel like going back to that. Cause I don't see nobody. Yeah. It's like, Oh, maybe next month. We would, Next month, me and the girls it would was do avid. hours. Yeah, we would literally be like, yo, who's getting on tonight for wine night? Yeah. <laughs> and we would do the dumbest like, dumb shit, but it felt so genuine. Yeah. Like, our friendships grew. Absolutely. And then life got back, and then everybody forgot about that. Right. I just we, thought about it the other day. I was like, yo, you remember those Zoom calls? But you'd be very surprised it was so fun. at how people <clears throat> now, and I feel like I go back to when you're sitting alone like that, when you feel that loneliness and yeah. you have to self-reflect. You're like, oh no, I need I need to get to know myself again. Mm -hmm. Um, and I need to love on people because I know what it was like to be in the house like that and not be able to go out, not be able to be around people. Yeah. No. If you're a people person, that was a lot mentally for everybody. If you were a loner, then you were in heaven. Right. <laughs> and then people are still introverts, the people that are like, No, I'm good, I don't want to go out. So that was a lot. Um bonus. What's a superpower you would have and why? If you could have it. If I could have a superpower, what would it be? Hmm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Makes you think. I had an answer and the last person I asked had a better answer. And I was like, no, no, I want that. <laughs> I can't even think right now. What kind of superpower would I want? Hmm. I don't know. I think I'm a powerful being as it is. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I I'm I'm good. I said in my humanness. I said flying. I was thinking flying, and then I'm like, no. But then I said teleporting. I wouldn't want to do <laughs> like, that either because because <clears throat> it's about life is about being in the I moment. Know. That too. Yeah. But then I was like, if it was like a one time experience, I would want to fly and see. Like, wow. You have a zip line? I have zip lines. 
Um, <laughs> I think that if I, if there were any kind of thing that I would be, that I would want to do, it would be to be able to swim in an ocean and see the actual, uh, like under the sea to see what uh, really goes down, down there. But other than that, I, cause I love the water. Um, yes. I don't know how to swim, but other than that, <laughs> no, I think that I am a superpower. You hear that guys? You ladies primarily. <laughs> um, well, thank you. Let them know where to find you. Thank but you for having me. Um, so you can find me on Instagram, which is my main platform. And it's at Jen, J-E-N underscore the spiritual baddie, all spelled out. And baddie is B-A-D-D-I-E. Um, I'll add it on the show notes. And also she does have a podcast. I do have a podcast, the spiritual baddie vibes podcast. Next episode that is dropping is on Friday. And that one is also with a guest host. Um, and I'm excited because we're going to be talking about community versus competition. So popular topic. Yes. Very, very popular, but get on there and, yes, and check support. me out. And wait, wait, before we go. Yeah. You pulled my card. I did pull a card for you. She pulled my card today. It is the page of cups, which mm -hmm. is a new energy of emotions, mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. It is the birth <laughs> of something new when it's coming to your things that are the matter of your heart. It's also you pouring into your own cup. I was just talking so about I that. love this because I, I am, as I'm watching you in the program, I know that you're actually doing, I would say some of the work because I'm not I sure. I started the journal. Oh, okay. Right no, I so did the prompts, um, yeah. this is that youthful energy that brings you back to that inner child and it makes you heal mm. because you're pouring in a joyful, youthful manner. And I just read that the other day because you cannot. You posted it too. I think Gio sent it to us both. That it was um, stop serving everybody before yourself. Yes, you got to serve yourself. Serve first. yourself first. Put it on the side, and then serve everybody else. So you hear it here, mm -hmm. second, first, whatever. When you're at a party, serve your drink first. Put it on the side, and then fill everybody else's cup. <laughs> yeah. Because fuck that. I also like to use the, you know, when you're on an airplane and they're voicing the, like the instructions mm -hmm. or whatever, <clears throat> they say, put your, your mask breath. on first mm -hmm. before you help anybody else. Because if you can't breathe, bitch, how are you going to help the person next to you? Uh, yeah, you know, it's probably your child. So, right. <laughs> like, and literally. so you cannot allow mm -hmm. your child to breathe and live or the people near you to live and breathe if you're not breathing. So. My mother, and she said this when I was younger and I was like bothered by it, but I get it now. She's like, I used to eat before serving you guys. And I'm like, what? And then she's like, but I'd still eat with you. Yeah. But I ate because I wanted to make sure you guys yeah. ate well, but I, I was good. And I'm like, you had a whole meal? So it's and it was like I just did a little her bit because yeah to make sure that she could sit with us and enjoy dinner with yeah. us. Yeah. And not eat as much, but she would just And it's crazy because the first I was like, are like you gotta feed the kids first and then or you feed husband. the man and then you feed yourself. And it's no. like, no, I'm gonna have a little plate of food. First of all, I I'm eat, gonna feed I eat throughout the whole cooking process. Yeah, me too. I'm that's how I am too. Yeah. But I do I will say since since COVID, I learned to serve myself first mm. so that I can just like your mom, so that I can eat with the kids. So I would serve my meal, put it on the table, serve my kids, serve my husband, and we'd all eat together. Yep. Because if I'm serving them, by the time it comes for me to serve my plate, they're done eating. Also, there's sometimes you think you made enough food and you really didn't. So you know. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. going to do a little bit of my portion on the side. Yeah. I know my son has probably noticed my plates are smaller. <laughs> but, but I'm the, like, the I the eat earlier face. and I yeah. eat less now. So. And if you're cooking, you're picking. Yeah. Cooking and picking. Yeah. But yeah, you make sure that you are not pouring from an empty cup. Make sure that you are eating the appropriate foods. Make sure that you are loving on your body. Mm -hmm. Right? And that doesn't necessarily mean going to the gym. Although... No. Um, I do find that physical workouts are outer appearance. Yeah. But like if you're just drinking more water than normal and putting fruits and vegetables into your whatever else you eat, you're already aligning the chakras by adding in those greens and those fruits. So just do that. Make healthier choices. Operate from love and 
more importantly than anything else, be you. I'll leave you with that. Unapologetically. I said it right. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating on Spotify or a review on Apple. And you can share with a friend who might be interested in this episode. Also, if there's a topic you'd like for me to discuss or you'd like to discuss with me on the show, reach out to me on Instagram at it's Josie Maldonado with a Y. And don't forget to shop my Etsy for some Fierce Femme merchandise at Etsy shop the Fierce Femme. Thanks again.